1: No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Film Vault! Welcome, everyone, to the Film Vault. And that is Hanson. Sipping his water. That's me, Claire Mathurow, Brian Bishop. We're your hosts for today. We're going to flick-fest a couple of assigned movies. Mm -hmm. Catching up with the. Akira, uh, Akira Kurosawa Akira! Akira Kurosawa uh, classic as well as other films.
2: Well, you can say Yojimbo you don't have to just, he's got many classics Brian. Right? It's true. He's got a bunch Yojimbo is what we'll finally be talking about it's been a movie that has been bugging me for, for decades Brian.
0: Well. Just that's...
2: watch it I kept saying just watch it and then I'm like ah, I don't have time to watch that. Too many other things that I gotta watch Yojimbo has been assigned and has been watched thanks to Eric Robbins Thank you, Eric. Talked to Eric just today about the old Joe Jimbo. Oh, really? yeah. uh,
0: Dinner Rush also a signed. Dinner Rush, yes. We're not going to, it's two for one week.
2: It, it is two for one uh, week, and uh, thanks to Alan for uh, signing us. Dinner Rush, I also talked to, to Alan just today. Oh, sorry, I hope I said the name right. I hope I said his name right.
0: Is there another way to say Alan?
2: Alan sorry, Elaine. Alien is what uh, Alien Jorgensen oh. went with from uh, Ministry. Delightful, delightful fella. Love that. Elaine Jorgensen, Alien Jorgensen aline all right yeah sorry i believe that's how you say Al. i talked to alan i never talked to alan today he's yeah. a, a new assigner brian right, he's been aboard, at the at assigner level for a while i'll be talking to him again later this year or early next year for his next uh, assignment but uh yeah he had us watch dinner rush which i'm fairly confident in recommending really oh what i mean oh what all right so we'll get to that as well as what's your third movie brian
0: uh, if needed, I can break glass on a couple of films. I still want to save Lola to talk about with you.
2: Lola? I don't care about Lola.
0: <clears throat> I also have a documentary that I've seen recently. Uh-huh. Number two on my uh, uh, Sundance preview. Why
2: has he got to be so cryptic about it? Because I don't know if we need it. I mean, you could say, I also saw this and say the title of the movie. Instead of a documentary, it's a
0: <laughs> I saw Squaring the Circle, the story of hypnosis, on uh, on a recommendation of me. Because I'm very interested in this company, uh-huh. this, or, this organization, uh-huh. and uh, secrets are revealed.
2: So you're doing uh, you're doing some research for your own stuff?
0: No. What?
2: You said you're interested in it for you, yourself.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, no, I didn't research it for me. I had an interest in it. That's why it was number two on my Sunday's preview.
2: And, oh, okay. All right. I got you. I, oh, you know what? I should have done this. I haven't. We'll pull it up, though, when we do later on uh, this week. We're doing top five summer recap. Yeah. You need to pull up my list and squirm.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. My list for for once, very much in line with my uh, my, my final results.
2: All right. Hey. Hey, we're also going to be talking about bottoms. At least Avery and I are, because Avery doesn't hurt the show. Avery helps
1: the show. And Avery saw bottoms. Amelia Earhart didn't do shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> she did not. <laughs> he was good. He was amazing. Yeah. All right. Ooh, so, and I hope it. you have some details on that, because I heard a very interesting... Uh, story about how he got involved in that project. Oh, I'd
2: love to hear that. Cause yeah, yeah. I know he's been in a couple things before we're talking about the, uh, the football player. He's a
1: very specific Marshawn Lynch. He has a you. very specific reason for having done that movie.
2: Oh, I'm excited to he, hear it's,
1: that. He's almost uh, making up for past mistakes. We've been waiting
2: for the last 15 minutes for Brian to feed his fucking dog, which is not a, it's not a joke. Yeah. That's actually what was happening That's true. while, while we sat here waiting in this kitchen.
1: Well, uh, he set up all the the equipment in the pond.
0: So. he did none yeah. of that. None, I, none of that. I at least did that.
2: I, I begged him to plug in his his, his uh, camera. I don't think he even did that. Did but he? No, he handed me the cable and I plugged it into my. <laughs> and that's the wrong thing. He's not supposed to plug it into yours because then it doesn't work with. How am I stuff. know? <laughs> <laughs> so we said he could have he could have been feeding his dog while well, we were just starting the show with bottoms. Certainly, well, that's on us. We should have yeah, seen that. That's true. We should we should have rectified that. Should have rushed
1: for the record button. All
2: right. No more superlatives to Brian's uh, uh, I, 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 I aimed at Brian negatively. Mm. Let's move on with the program. Do you know what a superlative is? It's like a it's like it's like a it's like a word, an adjective. It's,
1: it's a relative thing, right? you really like.
2: Look at him! Look at him! Look at him!
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you.
2: Oh my God, the hatred! Superlative, <laughs> so they're like adjectives, but usually they're nice, right? They're, they're like, it's like for puffing and. Uh, no. Oh, look at him.
1: The <laughs> <laughs> dismissal.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> I walked into it by using the word, and I you shouldn't do. have. I fucking shouldn't have. Hey, you know what? I know what a prick is. I know what that word means. I'm telling. looking, <laughs> looking around. Hey, if you're watching on YouTube too, we still uh, we still stream this show live. That's right. Not live, no. We stream it uh, kind of live, but it's it's not on yeah. channels you can tap By into. By the time live.
0: you're there, there, you there. No, what them. we should
2: do? I should pipe out this live for our uh, Patreon only uh, audience. Not bad. And we still do the uh, Flick Fashion episode. We put that up on YouTube every week, and then the uh, top five is going to go just on the on the uh, be, uh, Patreon only. If I even think to do that, I just. I gotta t- tell you, the, the cameras in your face. I'm not in love with them, and it's a little, little bit invasion of privacy. Really? Right? I
0: forget they're
1: there.
2: I forget they're there too. But then I gotta man them because you don't do shit. It oh, really beats sure. the locker room talk. Yes. No,
0: I I I actively forget. Like I make myself forget because them. you have nothing <laughs> to think about. Yeah, yeah.
2: with them. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm the I'm one like, who has to like adjust about these things. So I, I it's it's a headache. Uh, so
0: hey, buddy, we'll, it's we'll do just me the, And the list
2: we'll do the top five. It's just me, you know, it'll be me. more relaxed or relax, you know what I mean? Less people look in, right? All right, so that's sure. that's the way it's moving. The
0: forward. number of
1: times we're going to forget to do to turn off the live stream in between pod.
2: <laughs> that is true. I would set ourselves <laughs> up for uh, some disaster there. Yeah. I don't feel alive unless I'm living that's on the edge. <laughs> I used to do that at Love Line too. Like I would I I'm not going to get into the buttons, but like I would set it up so that if I if know I, know. I didn't push the right button after the commercial was over, we had a 4 minute break three times an hour. One time was a five and a half minute break. It changed, but it was four minutes, usually three different breaks of at least four minutes. i would play music in house and that music was filthy, right? And I'd be playing it in house. And if I didn't do the right switch over, that music would play on air and I loved it. It was risking so much your fun. Job, your own dead man switch. Nicotina. I don't know if you know Nicotina, but he's a rapper from the Bay Area. Love that Nicotina. Uh, he bled through. I made a mistake, and by for 15 seconds we had Nicotina playing live on Loveline, and he, uh, he's a rapper up there. He likes to use the N word. What? He's he, he a rapper. He's he a himself. Got uttered 15 times oh. on on air. <laughs> That's once a second. That's pretty good. One complaint. One complaint. Only it's one complaint. Like this show. <laughs> What's that? Only 15. <laughs> one N word
0: per second.
2: One N word per second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not. We're not talking about how many times you think the word, Brian.
0: <laughs> oh, I misunderstood.
2: All right, let's let's talk uh, movies first. I got a question for Avery over okay? yes. here.
0: Where Anderson makes that decision unilaterally. Yeah. So we just all go along with it. Okay. Well, what, what would you like to do, buddy? Find me.
2: Why don't you tell me what the means?
0: <laughs> like you know, in the yearbook when they
1: were- uh, Avery. Yes. Uh, have you like seen *Polite it. Society*? I have not. Her mom was in town all week, so I've not her. had a chance. She to. might have liked it too. And wow. She's the white one, so. Oh, she might not have liked Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Talking about polite society, which didn't quite lay. I didn't dislike it. It's just I didn't see what all the fuss was about. Okay. Uh, time for a
1: little fan flick. Fan flicks Compiled by the Mitch Burns. Cody Horton on Facebook. You are so not invited to my bat mitzvah. Sonny Sadler is a promising young actress. That's <laughs>
0: that just a, a missive sent to you?
1: Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> it's a movie that I've a, a couple things
0: about. Young actress and the story's realistic, but
1: there's a cruelty some characters face in this movie that didn't hit for me. This Mixed is Sandler, bag. right? Bag. Sorry. Sonny Sandler. Yeah. So is that Adam Sandler? It's uh, the sand woman. Spawn? Yeah. Sandwoman. Spawn? Yeah. Sandwoman? Sand Lady? Sand Lady. Todd Peterson. Petterson. Peterson. Peterson Peterson. On Facebook saw Equalizer 3. I thought it was a solid conclusion to the trilogy, didn't we? All Denzel was awesome as always. <laughs> If there's ever a top five reprehensible villains, the dude in this one would easily make the top five. All right. Which made the inevitable conclusion pretty damn satisfying. If you like the first two Equalizer <laughs> movies, you'll like this one. I don't disagree with that. Uh, to, Tom Asia Mon? Tomas Siamon? I don't know. On Instagram, how to blow up a pipeline. Well acted, written, and directed. It was to the point, but kept me on the edge of my seat. The flashbacks gave valid reasons for each of the people involved, and its messaging came across justified because of them. Fun. Devin Miller on Instagram. Bottoms. At the beginning, when all the cheerleaders and football players were wearing their uniforms at a school fair, I totally rolled my eyes. But then I realized it's an intentional parody of all those 80s and 90s high school movies with everything building up to the big game, quote-unquote, against the rivals. Turns out to be a pretty funny movie with some heart. Three out of five. What in the fuck? What? Three out of five? That's what he gave that? That's what he said.
2: Seems high. Seems <laughs> no, I'm joking. Seems, seems wrong, wrong, Devin. Devin, you're, uh, seems like your eyes continue to roll a little too long and you didn't look down uh, and yeah. see, what, see what was coming. Yeah.
1: I don't know if he was not listening with his ears or seeing with his eyes. This is at least uh, a full
2: star above Joyride, which is a very similar movie.
1: At least a full star above what he gave it. Tell About, you what. I guess what, uh, at what? least a full number above what he gave it. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say that three out of five is I, uh, yes. Insulting.
2: I would say, hey, quick, uh, quick cor- uh, correction. Uh, Jackie Sandler married to the Sandman, um. so it's Adam Sandler is also, and you are so not invited to the uh, the old Bob Mitzvah. Of the ah, You're not in, invited to my Bob Mitzvah. All right. Where do we go from here? What do we do? Well, it's rare, Brian, that the the top movie, most the sexiest pick of the, of the week, has not been seen by you, but has only been seen by. By avery and myself so, it? so the sexiest pick oh. talking about the lesbian pick talking about the lesbian movie oh it's filthy brian. That, brian, It is. this it is, is a movie filthy. made for brian how much would brian love this? you movie? Would love it you would love this movie what were you doing
0: i was away all weekend for i'm gonna do it again this weekend from thursday to monday it's me long 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 uh weekend away what are you doing that means a short vacation on vacation, week. On vacation.
2: Oh, so you're on
1: vacation Yep. Now you're going on vacation again?
0: No, this is actually a work trip. I'm delivering the uh, keynote speech at the American Brain Tumor Association's national conference.
1: Some could argue that Bottoms is work.
0: Oh, uh, sure. can it be downloaded? Can I watch it on the airplane?
2: No, right. It's not that kind of movie. It's a new movie out in theaters now.
0: What does know? How many people did
2: they go to before they landed on you?
0: I I shudder to think. But I, I imagine <laughs> it was a number. Did they ask you
2: a number. <laughs> <laughs> they know I worked at a college on college camp for kids, so know, they it's did come they, knocking. You're, you're
0: qualified.
2: They did come knocking, but I said, sorry, why don't you ask my buddy Brian? And that's how they came and found you. Like, uh, Is this you something know, you submitted for?
0: No, actually, I, mm-hmm. I got the email and I was about to delete it. I it was like a, because I get so many emails from all the charitable contributions I make. And I'm like, oh, the APTA, I don't know what that is. <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, oh, this, is, this appears to be to me. This appears to be uh, actually addressed to me. Uh-huh. So I read it. I'm like, oh, I think it's a real thing. Uh-huh. I had my wife read it. She said, yeah, you should do it. i like, mm-hmm. right, I'll reply. And they were, this is going to make you upset, more upset than all the other stuff. They were genuinely excited that I like replied and said yes. <laughs> They're like, we didn't think you'd reply. I'm like, well, I did, and I'm excited. Thank you.
2: Did they think you were dead? I think they were hoping that in the ensuing. Were they, they were very happy to hear that you've survived to this long? Was that is that why they were so excited?
0: I think that you're they su- had. The, I think they had someone in the wings, just an understudy, if you will.
2: Brian just rolled. I like, looked up to the heavens, and I, and I. It just never happens. But like his face was a little bit below the mic- microphone, and I saw the cover the book, the shrinkage. cover, oh, yeah. For <laughs> a half a second there, it was like this looks so familiar. Oh, it's because it's Brian's face. Did you so press around.
1: Brian didn't ask if you were starstruck. Stop it. Now look up. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> <laughs> you recognize that? You know who took that picture on the cover of the book?
2: No, it was uh, Mike Carano. Carano. I was hoping it was Carano. Mike, Mike Carano took that picture. Okay. Um, it
0: confused and upset you so much when I, uh, when I uh, got Carano hired for that gig. Oh, it didn't? Yeah, it did. It did. Was, I listened to the episode of After Disaster when it happened.
2: I don't recall that at all. That doesn't make sense.
0: You were talking me. shit about me in some way or the other, and uh, Corona's like, hey, come in the gig of taking pictures. Why would Rosa that upset Bar- me?
2: I like that. I don't know. I, I do. Because you were confused. You wanted at-
0: to hate me, but I did a, a good thing.
2: <laughs> oh, so I didn't know how to react. <laughs> all right, we're doing bottoms now. Okay? I got to get you out of the picture, Brian. <laughs>
1: you're you're being you, minimized you away. You can
2: look over a little bit. Like There, we'll see the side of me. There, you can see your hand. Okay, good. And then, Avery, why don't you scooch in? Let's I'm talk gonna, bottoms I'm here. I'm going to work on my yeah, do that. do that work on your speech. Okay. Here we go. Bottoms. Oh, wait. I was relying on Brian for this. And now I got to bring it up and I got to do all the heavy lifting. Brian, yeah, I apologize that's, that's for difficult. everything. Yeah, normally hey, we're we
0: taking care of this.
2: Why don't you do uh, the stuff that. Uh,
0: 99% of why am I seeing this? Because
2: <laughs> you're a fool. You're an absolute fool. was on vacation
1: studying from my keynote and uh, congratulating it's myself for my emails. Father
0: died. Maybe I'll take care
1: of Okay. All right. Bottoms. Written and directed by uh, Emma Seligman and also uh, Seligman. Rachel, Rachel uh, Sano, 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 Lisa Do. I don't know. Starring Rachel Sano, Ayo uh, Edibiri, mm-hmm. and Ruby Cruz and the aforementioned Marshawn Lynch. Yes.
0: Oh, they're the uh, team
1: behind uh, Shiva Baby.
0: There you go.
2: Another so reason she, you Shiva should Shiva have seen baby. this. She is it
0: Shiva? 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 Shiva.
2: All right. Yeah, Ruby Cruz. Uh, Ruby Cruz kind of stole the show for me in in a lot of ways. So,
1: uh, this was the loudest I've ever heard, uh, Nicole Kidman be received in the theater. Really? Which which
2: theater? Yeah. yeah, We're talking local here in Southern California, but, uh, she's, she's getting a lot of responses in theaters that I'm not at.
1: Yeah. Oh yes. It It was the Grove and, uh, it was a pride friendly crowd as you could imagine with bottoms and there was enthusiasm Mm -hmm. for the Kidman. Yeah.
2: I, I I get nothing of that. I, I can I can hear the eyes rolling. I can hear them.
0: Do you know, like, do you not get the ironic uh, no, applause?
2: None of it. No. Oh,
1: we got that
0: sometimes. It, it might be a West difficult. Side
2: thing, honestly. Yeah. I think yeah, the West Side really deems themselves like cinephiles and moviegoers. Yeah, it's well, for a reason. Okay, so uh, Bottoms is the name of this movie. If you have not seen Shiva uh, Baby, Shiva Baby, Shiva, Shiva, sitting Shiva, shiva. Sh- shiva Shiva, yeah, Shiva, Shiva Baby. We uh, really uh, liked
0: Shiva Baby, as in Sugar Baby.
2: Yes, yes, we really enjoyed that uh, when it came out last year, and uh, Rachel crushed it in that, and it was like one of these like uh, she burst onto the scene. We're like, oh, we're gonna see more of this 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 lady for sure. So this movie, Bottoms, is a. Uh, story about two high school girls who are uh, seniors or juniors seniors they're in there they're in the high school years oh, wow. and they uh, are lesbians and they uh, not only are they lesbians that makes them unpopular at this school but also it's because they're ugly and untalented
1: Which Was such a good line.
2: yeah so that's why they're not it's not just because they're lesbians that
1: doesn't make them it's unpopular. because we're gay and untalented and ugly yeah they kept throwing it, yeah. that in as well right and you realize how. And I, and I love the cut where you, you saw the gay guy who was talented and he was very popular. Yeah, yeah. like, oh my God, it's so good. They're, 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 the football players are like, you're crushing it in the play. <laughs> it's popping.
2: It's, it's not thank you. And they're like, ah, like, yeah, we just have no talent. We have nothing to offer these teenage Society. peers of ours. Yeah. right? So you early. Okay. So this, the storyline is this. Like they don't have any friends. They have nothing going except for the, each other. And they decide to start a, a fight club. Uh, and they think that this will lead to them uh, being able to get their fingers inside of other girls is okay. the way that is it, the right? point. Yes. And we hear early on, like you, we, before we even see Rachel who plays PJ in this, uh, we hear her voice talking very dirty uh, about what she wants to do, but not in a lascivious way. It's just real matter of fact. Like, yes. listen, we're going to do this. We're going to go to this party. We're going to dress like this and we're going to be able to like, get our fingers inside mm-hmm. of these. Like they're talking like <laughs> yes. boys. Yes. But they're as lesbians, or, right? Yeah. Which was refreshing and and new, and I don't know how accurate it was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was funny. Uh, so that is the storyline. I am and into this. It is satire all the way through, like was already suggested, yeah,
1: and somehow more absurdist than just the description would suggest. When when they smash cut or when they cut to the the classroom for the first time, uh, it took me a while to realize that's not a dream sequence. There's I literally was a football player
2: in a cage In a cage, in and, he's, and, just, and he's knocked out. So he's, he's soft. You can't really make yeah. out who he is. And you can, I've kept waiting for every other movie would do like a punch in. Right. And they're like,
1: That'll come in later. Don't worry about that football player in the cage back there. Yeah, and it took me about five minutes to go, oh, shit, this is the tone. Yeah. This is just in, literally anything could happen in this
2: movie. I was bracing myself a few times in this movie that she was going to wake up. And I'm like, please don't do the cliche. Please don't do the trope. And they didn't. They didn't. And they committed every single time. Because with
1: it going that wacky, it made me nervous where I thought, oh, are they going to be able to hold on to this tone the entire time and let it go this far off the rails and keep it together? Hmm. And they did, and they were able to.
2: And I think it's mainly because of the strength of the two leads were so yes. good. And you realize that early on that lesser movies with lesser actors are just getting the punchy Juno-like words out there, right? Like it's yes. kitschy, and it's funny, and, it, and they know it's funny, and you can tell that they've memorized their lines. There is a real natural... Like read from both of these the the two
1: leads. Yeah, well, they apparently have done a ton of sketch comedy together, so they're they're very longtime friends and collaborators. So you, that really comes across that they have that familiarity and trust each other and really play well. It really off came of each other
2: came through because they felt natural. It felt like these these were friends and they were actually true. And as ridiculous as the movie is, the tone of the movie is all right. It's as ridiculous as this, Brian. That's what we should be doing—is selling Brian, but it doesn't That's true. a sale.
0: Uh, I was gonna say, yawning over here. Remember
2: uh, the first act of uh, of Bo's afraid, and how absurd okay. it was.
0: Uh, no. Oh,
2: God damn. It. Okay, let's cut Brian out of this. Right, he oh, yeah, because afraid. <laughs> ah!
0: <laughs> this, this is bad because there's no see one movies. to talk. There's no one to talk movies. <laughs> not see. All right,
2: so I was I was thinking that while I was watching Bottoms, <laughs> it's like if if. A high school, a couple of high school girls, like every fear or 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 how they actually saw the the high school world. Like every time they see a football player, they probably imagine him in his annoying little yes. outfit. You know what I mean? It was similar to Bo was afraid. Like what was going on inside of his head? Yes. Like if he watched Fox News and bl- or local news and believed every single you know uh, threat and fear of tactic that is yeah. directed towards him. Uh, but they. They're not. They're not playing victims like Bo was, right? They, these girls are just like this
1: sucks. We want to fix this. What? do Let's we Let's get out of it. How do we? So, honestly, for me, I think Marshawn Lynch stole the show because he he acts as the, uh, the the proctor for their their club, the adult signing off on mm-hmm. this.
2: He's their teacher. And uh, what was that? Is it history? Like, what was what he even? It teaching? made no.
1: It made no sense. It was just. I mean, it, it was just class. It was like social studies. And just him going through his own midlife crisis and how he related to the women and the lesbians was very entertaining. Just that interchange where first he's very supportive in the talk of being an ally and all that. And then, uh, this is not a spoiler, but he's sort of... Kinda,
2: like, yeah, like he, he goes through some arcs and yeah, and a bit of When them.
1: he turns on him a little bit, it's just <laughs> very funny that like, him crossing off on his whiteboard and went, who invented uh, like feminism? It was like, man or nobody or something
2: yes. like that. When he turned on them, yes. Yeah, very, he, went, he stopped oh, being an ally. Yeah,
1: or he just writes on his whiteboard uh, uh, why, all, uh, why all presidents have been men and it should stay that way. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's a lot of little throwaway fun things. Like
2: that. And they're not... they're not afraid of taking chances and being reckless and uh, irresponsible. I mean, there's, I don't know if you noticed, there's a girl walking around with like a blow up AK 47 at a party. When you're making a movie today about a high school, even if it's a comedy, like you don't, I, I'm surprised that nobody said hey you know what that's too far oh yeah. cunt is being bandied about cunt is fine because it doesn't really hurt people but I mean they're but talking so about bombing to hear. bombing like other people like, like at the school. cars at the school it's a running
1: joke of bombing
2: they got a guy who's like that's the last straw and he's gonna like you know he starts making it's like how to bomb the school sure. that's, like, he's,
1: like, he's having a fine time at lunch he's bullied for like two seconds and then just crosses out what he was saying and he goes new plan blow up the yeah. school
2: like, it's a movie for people who, who like comedy and uh, oh, and yeah, you're out. Very irreverent. <laughs> took a lot of chances. I really like a this lot movie. of chances. I like this bottoms a lot, and it was satisfying all the way through to the end. They took a whole lot of chances. I was
1: surprised it stuck the landing. And parts of it, this
2: movie in the wrong hands with the wrong leads, I can't horrible, say this, but I about, Yeah, but this movie could have easily fallen off to, to one side oh. or the other, and it it stayed in right down his lane where
1: it belonged and you're right it just hit the tones for me yeah this might have it's hard to say but this might have even topped Barbie for me, it shares a lot of similar feminist DNA. Was, it's almost like Barbie meets Super Bad in some ways in terms great of in terms of the yeah. tone
2: or Joyride, which came out earlier this year, which is about you know women acting yeah. badly as well. A little uh, bridesmaid, you can't you know think yeah. think of that. But I was talking to actually my buddy Robert earlier today. Uh, not important who I was talking to, but uh, he was he, Barbie came up and how it didn't quite hit. I, what am I doing? But I said you know what, like Bottoms hits on a lot of the same
1: things, but doesn't. Find itself quite as it's the rated R version. It, it's it's grittier. It takes more chances. I still I loved Barbie. But Barbie's this, a
2: different kind of comedy it's a different for sure, movie. But I think
1: it's it's more broad. It's for a broader audience. Jesus. Clearly, broad. <laughs> this was really just going for yeah, going for the throat. I it, loved it.
2: You know what this is too. It's 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 like a movie that's not made for you and I necessarily, but there's a lot of stuff in there. Uh, you know, dudes going to see yes. a movie, and that's what women have been dealing with forever, right? Like it's it's a it's a movie made for dudes with some stuff in there, maybe yes. for some you know some girls get some stuff in there. That's what bottoms is, but it totally works. It's so well yeah. done.
1: And what I like too is the the way they lampooned straight guys was totally with Barbie it was very specific, and well-written and thought out and sort of elaborate with this. It was so basic, but it was funny. Like men were reduced to just <laughs> their essential elements yeah. of just we are muscles. Literally. You'll just have scenes of men like we'll p- cross to the camera and go, I have big muscle. Yeah,
2: yeah. And that's and it. He picks up his girlfriend and goes, I am so strong. <laughs> yeah, It's great. And it's, it's essentially like what, how women have been, you know, depicted sure. for, for yeah. not so much the last it's 10 a years, Bechdel
1: but test, yeah, yeah, it is. But but those actors are doing it so <laughs> well. Like you guys always say, it it's it, you have to be smart to play dumb. It's the same kind of thing here where it's done so well, the type of jock douchebaggery, because they're not given a ton of lines to work with, so they really have to sell the stupid things they're saying, and they say it in such a believable way way that it's funny. Yes. The,
0: the guys all really just I feel strong today. It's actually 95%. Of I, I'm old, I, do <coughs> I don't know who
2: wouldn't Older like this less. movie unless it's offensive to some people, which I could see it being offensive, but, you know, not for everyone with the language being so coarse. I,
1: I loved the scene where she came in and was telling the girls what Fight Club was about and what it is and what it isn't. Now, how how true to Fight Club was that? Was she just lifting lines no, from Fight Club? No, she was doing her own she was doing
2: there might have been somewhere she was just lifting lines. So. <laughs> she just, I haven't seen Fight Club in a while.
1: i know she just slamming her ceiling. broom on the ground going, All right, listen, con suckers. <laughs> <I> just,
2: <laughs> the right. the six year old just left the uh okay, so yeah. you, well, Left the kitchen. Right. <laughs> the things we put up with for you,
0: bye <laughs> I appreciate
2: it. Come all the way, sit in traffic, uh, sit in, wait you watch, no, you, no watch you. Watch you. What? Oh, there's a holiday
1: week. It was it's it was gridlock,
2: week. right? It took me an hour and five minutes to no get here. No one's on the road. Uh Watch you feed your dog, and then right when we're talking about a very inappropriate movies, uh, a movie, and we, we want to yell at a cunt because I mean, that's what's said in the movie. Uh, your six year old wanders in and watches oh, us.
0: She was just watching down, over so. our shoulder. I'd appreciate if you didn't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, Brian, you're gonna love this movie. You're absolutely gonna it's love it. Ninety minutes goes yeah, down, goes down smooth, smooth super fast. I'm
0: looking at my local theater to buy tickets. Uh, unfortunately, it's not playing there, so I got tickets for Blue Beetle. So.
1: Yeah, that's smart. Oh, I felt bad walking out of the theater Blue last bottoms. night because uh, Blue Beetle. <sighs> I have not had this much fun in a theater in a long time, and, couple, I, and you have to—I think you have to see it in theaters preferably I soon because the, the full
0: the for thinking? me the
1: full audience really helped. My audience was a dud; like, uh, no
2: one was laughing. Uh, oh, that's am a am bummer. Yeah, this I this heard a couple shit. like some a little bit of snickering here and there, but no one was like really laughing. Oh, it was joyous. Also, it was like that theater like there's they're so it's so funny cause movies are all about the collective experience and the uh, George Miller said it's, it's all, you know, it's a collective dream that you have as, little with, little with strangers. Spielberg. No, it was George Miller. And don't hold me to that, but I'm pretty sure it was George Miller. And now like with these new AMC theaters that, and like the Dolby theaters, it's all about like, you know, getting you like the road, you can't even see anyone yeah. in front of you or are you, which together. is kind of nice, it's, but you're alone together odd. watching a movie where like, you could watch it alone at your house and, you know, the screen's not as big and the sound's not as big, but there's home
1: theaters now mm-hmm. more so than ever. Sure. Yeah. And it works well for some. Like, the
0: home theaters are better than the, the movie theaters we grew up in. Yeah.
1: For oh yeah, the
2: yeah, most yeah. Part. that's that's for sure. But I
1: think for comedy, it definitely does, it can rob some of that. Shared yeah, experience. I, was,
2: I would have liked to have seen it where a bunch of people are laughing at the right times, which was throughout. There's so many. opportunities. Oh, it was. It was laugh. great.
1: There was like an entire row of uh, gay guys behind me who were really loving the movie. Oh, man. And we're just oh, we're just talking back and forth, but in a fun way, in a fun, good way between jokes. And it, it was good. It just contributed to it.
2: I I, I uh, I'm stuck. You know, I'm a little bit uh, isolated out there where I live in the, the North Valley, mm-hmm. and to, to come over the hill just to get that experience. It's a, you guys. It's right down the street for you guys. You guys yeah. live like in L.A. where the uh, the douche cinephiles right. uh, all congregate. The gays, which is great. It's great for uh, yep. opportunities like this. Douche cinephiles. Like uh, there's only room for you know so many douche cinephiles Not in my like
0: life.
2: And like I'm I'm happy that I have the North Hall uh, North uh, <laughs> North Valley <laughs> North Valley covered. covered myself. Yeah. They go. Oh, here comes Andy. Speaking of douche cinephile, I need I I need to do a push, and I'm going to be doing this much uh, more so over the next four to five weeks. But uh, loaded for bear. Doc.com, loaded for bear doc.com. Big things in the work, bro. Oh, really? And big things with the short that we're gonna be shooting with uh big short with our guys. Big short, yeah. And it's gonna it's it's coming together. And I can't say specifics, but it's gonna be say
0: specifics. It's I can't say What's your show.
2: I'm not allowed to say who's in it because of the agreements, yeah. but uh, it's gonna be sag after a, is it me? Uh, it's, oh, Brian. oh approved. I, I have we have we have actors that you will recognize that you will know they're yeah, gonna be in this. I'm excited thing. for this. I have them working. I'm going to be them sharing scenes with my born act players. I'm building out sets. It's, it's the real deal. Like we're doing a real good short as a proof of concept, proof of work nice. for the feature that I want to shoot, which is all about the little guy getting vengeance on the big guy and, and uh, people at the top, you know, just treating the people at the bottom and their companies, so th- people with no creativity at the top, just working, grinding people down right. that, that, you know, but
0: they're the villains the people at the top are the villains. Okay, I know it's hard for you to understand this. I can't really stand behind this,
2: but if you would like your name to be associated and like get in on this, uh, like early, uh, and we need it now because, uh, it's keeping me up and I like, Oh, all- we we gotta move forward I I have to I have to move forward we're so close we're gonna be shooting in about six to seven weeks if you would like to be involved Loaded for Bear Doc shows you the documentary we're we're making which you will help make and then this is a big part of it making the short within the documentary which will be documented by myself and Mike Carano uh, along the way so uh, building out the sets uh, rehearsing all that stuff is going to be in this documentary for this short which hopefully hopefully leads to the narrative feature a lot of stuff a lot of stuff in the works but uh, we need Help to get this going. Also, it is uh, like a 501c3 is through entertainment mm-hmm. to affect change. So, uh, your money that you contribute will be considered a talk, tax write off. But talk to your CPA or tax yes,
0: Verify with uh, the authorities.
2: But loaded for bear doc, we'll have it in the show notes if you would like to get in now because uh, we need the help now. A lot of people, a lot of you listening, have already uh, given. Uh, and you you, you you were part of Groupers back in the day. We're doing... it's. This is much different. But uh, yeah, look for more on that coming forward. I need to do that at the top of the shows,
1: Brian. Uh, this, this is
0: the top? Yeah. First, first half hour?
1: First half hour. Yeah. Top-ish. Oh, uh, one last thing about bottom. So Marshawn Lynch, mm-hmm. the reason that he... They oh, convinced yeah. him to sign on and why he was so motivated to do this. Apparently... Um, he is a sister who came out and he did not handle that well. (laughs) It was very ugly. He handled it very poorly. Uh, And this was sort of his attempt to make up for that and uh make good on that and sort of redeem himself and be an ally in, in this where he apparently yeah really did did not did not do a great job of that, that first is, run through with his sister that
2: is a great way so to it apologize. makes it even better
1: where he, he's the, the fact that he was in this movie because yeah, he it nails it
2: way better like that that, that makes it because you can tell like i'm not a football guy uh, i knew that he was an athlete i'd recognize his name but i've yeah. never seen him other than maybe the Super Bowl.
1: And it's very random that he's in it. And you'd think, why? And I love that he was very motivated to do this.
2: That That is like the greatest way to yeah. apologize for being a shithead. <laughs>
0: yeah, Isn't being it? Homophobic is there are homophobic. There are few modern athletes I've hated as much as Marshawn Lynch, so I'm excited to see him uh, redeem himself. Yeah. Why he's, did
2: you hate him so much?
0: Well, I'll tell you, Anderson. He went oh, to I'm Cal sorry I asked. and oh, uh, talked all shit and never be USC. And then uh, he uh, played for my rivals, uh, the 49ers, the Seahawks. Okay. Let's, and then... He lost me a fantasy championship with that it's an epic run that everyone knows uh, for Tusha. He was also black. They, that's down the list, Avery. It's like four. <laughs>
2: Avery, just because you're a black man doesn't mean that you can egg him <laughs> on like that, okay? And if you're going to, I feel like you need to sound blacker if, uh, if I say. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so hey, brother. hey, hey. Yeah.
1: He's also a black man. Yeah. Marshawn Lynch was so good. He did such a good job as the uh, the the literal straight man in this.
2: And the, uh, the, like the only the only because all the football players are kind of gay and swishy too.
1: <laughs> which is very funny. <laughs> the they're it. all
2: like the entire cat It feels like election at times. It definitely has yeah. the same kind of, but it's not you know way more absurd than election. Sure. Everyone
1: and all of the teenagers are flamboyant.
2: Yeah, all of them. Yeah, like uh, they're all drama. They're all drama kids, and that's Sounds like a choice. Like
0: I but I'm a cheerleader.
2: Oh yeah, it it pairs nicely with uh, I am uh, but I'm a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad that uh, we just saw them. We were talking about how their why like how well that movie would do today. I really hope that this bottoms uh, I hope it does well.
1: And Punky Johnson as the lesbian Yoda was very good.
2: Yeah, she has <laughs> a very uh, good. She has a, a cameo and she's great. Who is and Punky Johnson? She's a stand-up comedian. <laughs>
1: okay.
2: Amongst other things, but uh Yeah, the outtakes at the at the end were great. fun.
1: Yeah. Which they need to bring those back? I miss outtakes at the end of comedies. Great.
2: Yeah, they, in have, the, in the they have them quite a bit. They quite.
1: Do they? I feel like I haven't uh, seen them in a while.
2: A yeah, we're going to do terrorism. That's what we're going to do, okay? <laughs> I want to watch this one again. Uh, I need to see this. Enjoy. I need to run out and see this. And Ruby, come, Ruby come Cruz. Uh, Ruby Cruz, I'm not familiar with Ruby Cruz or I, A.O. Uh, the 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 two uh, it's a two
1: it's a two-hander but A uh, she's in Mayor of East Town apparently is what she would be known for Ruby Cruz yeah
2: I, But and Willow the TV series uh, I have not I've not seen her before to my knowledge and
1: she was great she uh, stole a lot of the
2: scenes that she was in and really liked her she was also very natural all these kids yeah, just- Kaya
1: Gerber was great the, the the girl playing the super hot chick was very funny because that can often be done poorly yeah and she, she nailed it she nailed the tone
2: all right, we're probably overselling this a little bit, but this is a solid like four and a half.
0: Guys, start, I'm right? here to tell you it's not that good. I'm going to help you out.
2: Was that? What'd help you...
0: you out with the overselling.
2: Oh, okay. You'll, you'll, you'll let us know yeah. like later? Okay. All right. Okay, Brian. What...
0: You sold me. Let's take a quick break here. What for?
2: To get to, uh, get to the business at hand.
0: All right, we got a couple of signed movies coming up from listeners already been alluded to. So after this, look at those next. <laughs> Welcome back, Anderson. You want to talk Dinner Rush or you want to talk Yo Jimbo?
2: I could talk either, Brian. I'll I'll leave it up to you because I just talked a whole lot. Can I say some more Mm -hmm. things about uh, Bottoms? Yes. Bottoms? Yeah, Nicholas uh, Galzatine. Gallat Gallatine, winding as repen. Jeff was great, was great. Jeff yes. was brilliant. I want to go and see all of Nicholas's stuff. I'm. I'm, I'm.
1: Pineapple juice. <laughs> Eat a bag of dicks, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> he says pineapple. That was that was in the outtakes. You're doing outtakes, but he though. did another one too. Uh, he uh, he said something. The, the outtakes of him running those was great. He was really really good there. Yeah, it, it's, it's so much fun.
2: All right, go go out and enjoy bottoms, everybody. Bottoms. Glorious bottoms.
0: Please stop screaming on my window. Triumphant. Let's go worst to first.
2: Uh, No, I can't do that because these movies are incredibly different, Brian.
0: They're very different.
2: And as much as I like Bottoms, I can say that I like the other two movies that we saw this week about, they get the same star rating from me. Really? I love them. Okay. What don't you like?
0: What's going on with you? Let's get into it. All right. Dinner Rush is a uh, film from from 2000, directed by Bob Girardi, more on him later, Uh, starring Danny Aiello. Ed, this fucking son, Eduardo Ballerini, Kirk Acevedo. whose son? Jamie, huh? Who's son? Jamie Acevedo, uh, Kirk Acevedo, Jamie Harris, Mark McGlone, Summer Phoenix, Vivian Wu, Sandra Bernhard, and John Corbett. Ninety-one percent, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh-huh. You can rent this. Um, Girardi, I, it's
2: available for free on Freebie right now with ads.
0: I, that's, I, think I think that's I'm, just I'm brand new because I
2: rented it last week.
0: Uh, so Girardi, the director, um, Bob Girardi, he himself I found more interesting than the movie itself. Uh, Bob Girardi's a real interesting guy. He's a prolific uh, commercial director. Do you research him at all? No, Brian. Well, he's a prolific commercial director. Um, he directed the infamous Michael Jackson Pepsi video. Uh-huh. Michael Jackson's well, hair got on fire.
2: A little hair on fire. That's right.
0: That's um, right. His uh, his Wikipedia reads like a press release, uh-huh. so uh, I, have to, I have to assume he or somebody wrote it. Uh-huh. Um, he's also a prolific restaurateur of uh-huh. uh, many uh, restaurants in New York. He uh, helped found and finance over the. Years. I even recognized a couple of them. And uh, here he is making a movie at a restaurant. Okay, shot in one of his restaurants.
2: Oh, it was. Yes, it was. I didn't know. I didn't. Know, I did not know that. Uh, what did you think of the actual movie? So the movie takes place, for, like pretty much all in one night. Uh there is an opening scene in the sighting incident where uh one of the owners is uh the kindly older owner one of the right. one of the partners is uh he 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 meets an untimely fate.
0: Yes, in and, broad daylight.
2: Yes, in New York uh and then and
0: in, in the only empty street in New York.
2: Danny, are you I can't tell what you're doing here. And then Danny Aiello, who is like the sole surviving owner, uh, he he takes over. And then the, the rest of the movie takes place, I think, six months later. Mm. And it's one night in this very, very trendy, popular restaurant uh, where Danny Aiello and his uh, he has a son who's the head chef at this restaurant. And then there's all sorts of things happening in all the back in the kitchen. We get to see back yes. there. We see things at the various tables. It's
0: the poor man's the menu.
2: <clears throat> it's what does that mean?
0: I mean, like you get like the backstory of a lot of these characters, and like you're let in on what, who they are and what they're doing there. But the, the, it's not; a, it doesn't, doesn't doesn't pop.
2: I want to think the menu at all with with this really? one. Yeah, I mean, other than people there's people restaurant. Yeah, but I mean, that's all like a setup, and like a more right. like it's, a hoot. It's a very it different and movie. And, yeah, I'm not I would to much more boiler uh, boiler point boiling point, which came out I think we oh, did that last uh, year with uh, the one or uh, yeah, with yeah, Stevens, Stephen, Graham. Stephen Graham. Very similar in that sense, where you know there's a lot going on. There's mm-hmm. all these different. uh uh, tables and, and storylines and conflicts you know,
0: and. Am I alone and thinking "Boiling Point's a much better movie? You
2: don't like so you don't like Dinner Rush. Dinner I, Rush was okay. Okay, we're gonna. This is interesting when this happens because like, every now and again we really don't line up. I really, really enjoyed Dinner Rush. Nostalgia? I wanted what? I wanted more Dinner Rush. Like I was watching the clock and uh, kind of upset that it was that it was ending because mm. I, for the most part, I liked every single storyline. Mark Margolis, Mar- Mar- who you may know from well, most. People probably know him as the uh, 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 bell-ringing wheelchair-bound father of, uh, what was his name, in uh, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, uh, what's his name? What was that kid, the the character? Anyways, Mark Margolis, you know his face. He's that guy. He's a character actor. And I'd never seen him play like this. He was the art critic in this one, Brian. Yeah, he was great. Every storyline for the most part, except there was like a love story that actually I didn't really care that much about with the uh, love triangle going on. Uh, but I I really, they had an, enough food porn, just enough food porn in was, there. there was like, a good amount of food porn. There was, and I could, I could see him, the, the director doing food commercials oh, yeah. probably, for sure. Uh, the bar patrons were great. Uh, They're very satisfying, satisfying, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and in the worst part by far for me was the the score. The score was overwrought. It was dated, and it didn't really bring much to the it table, felt, especially all these years later.
0: Okay, it felt a little bit slobby. It felt poorly written. And it also felt like if you have nostalgia, which I think you do, if you have nostalgia for 90s indie cinema, like this scratches that itch, unfortunately, it, it comes after that wave and crested. Like we're, we're moving on at this point to like a different era of film. But like this feels like a film that's, five years late, if that makes sense.
2: I mean, I'm not watching in that context. I'm watching it. Is it a good story? Is it, are there good characters? Is it, the, but the characters. is it satisfying. It's all the characters
0: are decent. The story is stupid because Okay, characters make ridiculous choices throughout this movie. I'm not gonna give away too much, but. Well, they're
2: impulsive cooks and chefs, and like I, yeah, I think but, that, that kind of comes with the territory. I didn't have a problem with, with
0: that at all. And the, the ending, I guess, do you wanna call it a twist ending? Whatever happens at the end, the reveal. It's a satisfying ending. Felt a little tacked on, felt a little like obligatory. No, I, I liked it. <clears throat> I really? didn't
2: have a problem with that at all. I okay. thought that it wrapped it all up in a nice, convenient bow, but I didn't see it coming. I don't think you saw it coming, and it was it was satisfying for everything that was going on. Now a lot of the themes in this are like old school versus new school, and like the old. Gentleman. I like the
0: conflict between the dad and the son. I got I got to do more of that.
2: Iello's like Danny Iello comes from the old school he's probably like first generation you know gangster mafia in New York or one of the first generations and he's, he's you know they're being overtaken by the new generation which are right. much more violent and you got these guys that are up in the balcony who are threatening to take over the business and you you demanding it essentially, and blackmailing, not even blackmailing, just extorting them yeah. uh, for money. And was, you know, doing that thing where it's like, yeah, you know, my day we were much more, you know, you, you had respect and you Civilized, had uh, yeah, yeah, you had merit and uh, honor, and there's none of that with these kids today. You know, it's 23 years ago now, so. Yeah.
0: But no, just I felt, I don't know, well, I'm overwrought. I'm surprised.
2: Overwrought was what not, I put for the score, oh, for really? sure.
0: It's not a bad movie, it's just, it's uninspired. You know what I mean? I, I don't agree. I
2: mm, there's a it. lot going on it's too. Mid, as the there were so many so many extras that you had to like have looking realistic and doing things and it was just the pace was really good too. It went down smooth. I'm really surprised that you didn't like this. I thought you for sure you would liked it's it. It's
0: not even that I didn't like it. I just I like certain parts of it. Uh, I, overall, I found it uninspired. Hmm. I feel that i feel bad I'm so bad. When it's a listener assignment because someone loves this movie, well, no, and I didn't, I didn't see. Alan,
2: it. Alan saw it. Uh, he just caught up with it fairly recently, I think, and he really liked it, and he thought it was good. And I'm glad that he, he assigned it because I, it was annoying while I was watching. I'm like, how did I not see this when it came out? And I probably just skipped yeah, it because I'm, I'm not, about a, I'm him, not a giant Iello fan. I don't love him, uh, and it looked like you know, here we go. Like, Why do you hate? Them, man? Maybe to your point. Mm-hmm. I'm like, here we go with a, uh, you know, another, like, you know, indie nineties feeling movie. It's got that, uh, the one kid who I don't love from the, the, uh, Michael McClone.
0: Oh yeah. He's from mick McBrothers, McMullen. and yeah. Probably best known now as the Geico spit, uh, pitch man guy,
2: but it's satisfying. And I, I really enjoyed this movie. So I think, you know, it, it depends on whose uh, you know, taste you, you, come down on and which side you come down on. But if you do tend to like respond to movies that I uh, am pretty high on, I'm pretty it's high on this it one. It
0: feels like the kind of movie I would like more than you. I know. I thought
2: for sure you would have loved this one. <laughs> it just went down smooth. Have like have a nice meal with it. Watch the uh mm-hmm. watch the conflicts unfold. I didn't love his son. And I think I, I would have liked the movie more if I liked his son, the the lead guy. I kind of wanted to punch him in the face throughout most of the movie. <laughs> that
0: character <laughs> that could have, have been, maybe that your character solution. could have been more though, because like as like the chef, the star chef, right, who wants to like reinvent this restaurant and is making food that's getting noticed by the elite, at least in New York, that's a big deal. And his his conflict is being beholden to his dad and the restaurant traditions. That's an interesting storyline. I, I just didn't feel that was.
2: Hey, he already oh, he, at out. this point he had already broken off. He didn't need he didn't he didn't he had made his decision and he was running with it and he was doing great for it. His dad wasn't saying you got to come back. He was getting some shit like hey, this isn't food. Yeah, like these the small portions.
0: You, maybe the conflict should have been more like hey, leave my restaurant alone. Hey, this restaurant has been relevant in 20 years. I, I you know, that would have been an interesting. There was a little
2: bit of that in there. There wasn't room for that entire arc with everything else that was going on. I think maybe it spoke to my ADD too cuz Could have
0: gotten rid of himself.
2: A lot of the time like it's like, you know, towards like mm-hmm. the middle part of the movie or like the end of the second act, I'm like, all right, where are we going? And it didn't really have that. Structure with this one, like you couldn't see what was coming next. I didn't know which table they're going to
0: next. Also, uh, at the risk of giving too much away, much like um, I, I brought this up before, tiptoeing on the line of spoiler for this twenty-three-year-old film. Do you think oh,
2: I hate that excuse? Do I you fucking think hate that?
0: I'll just say the rule. I, I've identified this: the rule of a someone who's way too big for the small role they're in. All of a sudden, like, oh, they're like, at the end, they're revealed to be the linchpin. Important, yeah. Yeah, like uh, Melissa Leo was the one that I said in Prisoners. Like, why is Melissa Leo doing this tiny role? Oh, it made sense at the end. Like, there's there's a little bit of that going on here, uh, which I'm not gonna he say He managed to spoil Prisoners, yeah, too.
2: he just kinda, I mean, if, if, yeah. watch this one, guys, and try and ignore everything you just heard from Brian. It's absurd. Plus, I wanna call that guy like a big actor. What are you doing?
0: Oh, he's one of the most famous faces in the movie. <sighs> Okay, he or she. <laughs> so All right, let's, the other room off the Yeah, really. Well they, done,
1: Brian. Them.
0: They are one of the most famous faces.
2: There were some fun camera angles here uh, as well where it's like high and tight, which I appreciated. Yeah. And I was trying to figure out, like, is this because the actual restaurant didn't afford them the appropriate place to put the camera? Or are they getting creative and artistic no, here? That's interesting.
0: Do you think the movie should have been slicker?
2: I didn't mind it being shot in an actual on location. I, I thought that that. Fit I didn't mind the that tone. either. I'm
0: saying, this director Girardi is a celebrated, legendary. You're so hung director. up
2: on the director,
1: which is rare. Well, I'm for saying,
0: you. to to make a gritty. Well, celebrated. To make a gritty movie like this, it just didn't feel authentic. I don't know. It felt authentic to me. I don't know what you're. I don't
2: know what were you. uh. I'm really surprised you didn't like. Were you thrown off by? Like, it wasn't a great transfer. It was like four three. I didn't, I didn't
0: think it was bad. It I was think it was a fourth.
2: Was it box? It was right. It was a four three. Like the black black might on the sides.
0: Have. Yeah, it might have been.
2: Yeah, it wasn't a great transfer. Did, didn't it didn't take away from the from the story and from the Every, way. What do you think of this? What, Loved it. What uh, what what was it on Rotten Tomatoes?
0: Oh, it's high, ninety one percent. So you liked it. You know what? I'm coming around on this movie. Actually, now. that.
2: Look at the '91 for another three seconds. (laughs) And then look at the do that do that thing.
0: Anderson said, "I might like this movie." Oh, I love this movie.
2: (laughs) I could possibly love this thing By by the time everything's said and done.
0: A top five old new
2: movie. Oh, look at that poster though. I mean, the poster just makes it look goddamn awful. It says "Dinner in Red" rush right below in white, and it's got a picture of Danny Aiello holding the uh, wine glass Anderson. as though as though he's going out for Goodfellas. Looks right? so right? like your dad would see it and go, "Fuck yeah!" I think yeah, my dad would. Yeah, people's dads would love it. And then there's a, a pistol at the bottom, like a cartoon pistol a with smoke coming up. up. Yeah, it looks Anderson, god awful.
0: ignoring willingly all the red flags of this movie.
2: The poster does not do the movie justice at all. I think
0: mean, it's entirely indicative of what the movie is.
2: Tell that to your 91% uh, critics over there. On, on uh, uh, Go worship at the altar and tell, the, tell them why the, it's they're five, wrong.
0: It's five out of six. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have that. No,
2: it does not. It's nine out of ten. That's yes, right. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Let's, let's move on then. If you're going to uh, be a jerk, let's talk I'm, a little.
0: Sorry, Alan. I wish I liked it more. I, I didn't hate it. I definitely did not hate it, uh, but I, I didn't respond in the way uh, maybe you wanted me to. Sorry, buddy. Mm-hmm. I feel bad. Don't you know feel what? bad. I, I love this movie.
2: Don't feel bad. I, <laughs> you've hated movies that people have assigned us. Right. That's true. You don't that hate is this true. One. Don't You're hate just this. wrong about this. You just don't appreciate it as much as you should.
0: Objectively
2: wrong. It is rare that I'm looking at my watch going, ah, oh, I want more. I don't want this thing to end. That's how it, it went down so smooth, Brian. It's okay. I'm overselling it. You're underselling it. It's somewhere in the middle. Give yourself a... Watch like the first uh, couple scenes in this one. It's, it's free have, on freebie.
0: Should we do a spoiler for this? Spoiler edition? Oh, we can. Yeah. The ending is absurd.
2: We'll do a spoiler. All right? Maybe. Yes.
0: Yo, Jimbo! Hey, yo, Jimbo! Is a 1961 film directed by Akira Kurosawa. So uh, 95% raw tomatoes.
2: Oh, it's 4% better than Dinner Rush. I liked Take that to the bank. I liked
0: it a little more. Uh, it's streaming on uh, Max or on the Cartarian channel. Uh, Anderson, what did you uh, think of uh, Yojimbo?
2: I like a fistful of dollars a whole lot more.
0: It's funny. I I did no research before watching this, and as I'm watching this, I'm like, man, this reminds me a lot of a Clint Eastwood movie. Turns <laughs> really? out, <it's>, uh, <laughs> right. it's, I didn't realize it's... It's infamous. Uh, fistful of dollars, is a pretty, pretty direct remake. Uh, yeah, well, uh,
2: an un unofficial sure. direct remake, which was held up in litigation, and there was lawsuits, and there was uh, out of court settlements that occurred. And yeah, Brian was
1: right a lot like a Clint Eastwood, oh, yeah, movie. a lot like a, a particular really, Clint Eastwood. You're really like. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so Yojimbo, like pretty much every single uh, Akira uh, Kurosawa film, Kurosawa film that I see uh, is just it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's just great. It's like it's, it's, it's angriifying that I have not seen it my entire life. I
0: kept having to remind myself that this is not tropey. This established. This trope.
2: This is exactly that. You right, watch right. it for
0: the first time in 2023. You're like, I've seen this. Oh, ship. the samurai wandering by. Oh, that's actually where they started
2: without these movies in particular and what kurosawa did back then like we don't have we might not have star wars but we definitely don't have star wars the way that we have it right it's so much of the jedi comes from these movies these samurai movies and i think that this is one of the greatest examples of of that uh so the the story is just a stranger what samurai Mm -hmm. who's real badass with a sword man with no name wanders into this uh this
1: small little village you've seen the i have it's been a, a while i saw it over COVID, so probably in 2020 but i remember loving it i thought it was great
2: <laughs> and uh he he sees these two two warring factions essentially two gangs live in the mm. same town you think that one of them will just pack up and move down the road or something why, why they it's a lot of room like there's a hundred yards in between yeah. their dwellings that's it uh, so he- and yet
0: they're constantly feuding
2: and uh, he meets the only
0: the, one making money is the casket
2: maker. The casket maker, and he's he's hanging out with the casket maker and, and trying to figure out his uh, his angle and how he's going to use these two warring factions against each other to get rich himself. He's a mercenary. He, he
0: just shows up at the uh, the only eatery in town. He's like, "Old man, make me food."
2: Yeah. Uh, and early on, we see that it's going to be a fairly uh, bloody movie with the uh, the dog wandering after a battle. Uh, mm-hmm. The dog wanders. Uh, towards the uh, the samurai and he's holding a hand in his yes. mouth. Now I've seen that before, right? I've seen it's in another parodied, movie. Yes. I feel like it's been parodied or, or referenced, or homaged. Homaged.
0: Anyway, An homaged. So,
1: Grand Torino. He's got the foot right. in his mouth.
2: I've seen movies with Grand samurai. Turismo. Am I crazy? And I'm not a big samurai, you know, uh, aficionado mm. by any means. I'm not a fanatic. What but, do you want to know? Uh, the 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 thing that they the gi that they yep, wear, right? Yep. Yes
0: the the robe
2: is it customary to have one arm inside or sometimes many times both arms inside like you do when you're a teenager and you forgot to bring your jacket and you're out on a hillside uh, with a girl
0: i don't think it is cuz only the, one, the only one who did that was the bad guy right no
2: they both did yeah, Brian doesn't watch movies anymore stop
0: the entire movie
2: our 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 protagonist is constantly scratching his chin with From his inside arm the inside the robe. yeah he's, that's who i saw do it throughout the whole movie. And then the bad
1: guy shows up with the stripes and he's, he's got the pistol okay, and yes, he's got yes. it inside
2: as well. But I, I fell think asleep. A must have it must've been customary.
1: It must've been. I can't imagine it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Maybe it was cold.
2: I liked it though. Yeah. I liked it. It was a nice, it was like, if I'm not doing battle, this is how I wear I'm my, relaxed. my gear And I got my hand inside and he can, he was eating that way.
0: So, okay.
2: Uh, there are scenes in here that I think also, uh, played towards the gangs in New York, I think was. Oh being yeah, a homage.
0: I saw a few Tarantino references.
2: Well, Tarantino didn't do gang, gangs of New York,
0: right? But I'm saying this has ripple effect throughout the, you know film history.
2: Uh, there's a giant, if you recall, Aver, <laughs> vaguely. He uh, was on one of the Warren side. Then that's cool too. Like in, both both sides are right. are despicable, and you hate them both just for being so machismo. Yes. And, and, there's
0: only one one person to root for. It can't even really root for him either, right? Maybe the casket maker. I was gonna say law of elimination.
2: So, yeah, I I was talking to Eric just today, and he was talking about
0: how there wasn't much blood, and I actually wrote down at one point it's fairly bloody for back then. I I I would say so. There was actual in terms of actual gallons spilled, probably not that much, but in terms of like violence, yeah, for
2: 1961, yeah, in Japan, yeah, so. Uh, they're constantly going back and forth. The casket makers, you know, having his time, he, uh, the, 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 uh, samurai is uh, making his money and he's, he's working both sides being the, the, the the best uh, version of a mercenary you can imagine. And then the inspector comes into town and everyone has to like pause and be cool. And that was like a really fun scene. That I was, was right. like towards the middle of the movie. What
0: well, do they call him? The inspector, or the something.
2: He was the inspector.
0: Was it? Yeah. yeah. They're called, they called him something. Right?
2: And he pauses everything. Yeah. This is just a classic movie. It's one of the best Kurosawa movies I've seen. And uh, it, that says a lot. Like Rashomon's probably still my favorite. I love seeing things from the different angles and all, and all that. But Ron is great. Of course, seven samurai and Yojimbo is like up there. It's, Hidden That's Fortress. interesting
0: because my thought was that *Yojimbo*, while really enjoyable and really good and really influential, was one of the lesser movies I've seen from Kurosawa. Now, granted, I haven't seen that many, but uh, I didn't uh, like. I liked *High and Low* a lot better.
2: Uh, very different movie, but yeah, yeah.
0: Very different.
2: yeah. As far as his samurai movies, I would say that this is uh, you know right up there.
0: Although I might like this more than *Hidden Fortress*.
2: *Hidden Fortress* is a little more rough around the edges. Mm still think about the gold being hidden in clean sight though i <laughs> love that yeah but uh,
0: the movie is framed impeccably like this is a real showy movie like camera work wise and it looks great
2: it it might it might be my favorite uh Tashiro Mafune that the the lead the the samurai oh, okay. he He's he was so just confident and just you just you want to be like taken care of by that guy like you yeah. want him on your side you'll give him any no, any amount of money that he wants I love how confident he is when he's like yeah when they're offering like three three gold shillings. he's like it's gotta be at least double that with a zero in the end <laughs> he just walks away
0: <laughs> and they're like they want him on their team right to defeat the other uh, the other uh, side so they're willing to pay.
2: It's embarrassing because we're we're of a younger generation, so we're not. You know, we didn't grow up with these movies like some of the filmmakers that we we love their movies uh-huh. now. The fact that I haven't seen this one, and I, you know, they should have taught this in film school. They should have taught high and low in film school. I don't think I saw one. Kurosawa movie in film school. And, all and I remember this one going down real smooth, real smooth. The middle act does get a little more convoluted than I would have liked. Cause that was some of the, one of the things that I like most about this movie is just how simplistic it was. And it was just these two warring factions. They hate each other and he's just going to use it to his advantage. Right. It's just the evil of man kind having to war with one another. Yeah. Like we were talking about so eloquently last week with, with, with Indians and Pakistanis. Oh uh-huh.
0: yeah. That's right. Pakis.
2: Brian, you don't say Packies. I think you do. You don't.
1: (laughs) You absolutely do not.
0: I was told you do (laughs) by a packing
1: Brian by a limey limey told me
2: by a crowd that a crowd. A British
0: imperialist.
2: So yeah, it was, it was framed beautifully. I mean, this is just top quality. This is a a
0: showy movie from a camera work perspective. Yeah. Like the movie is, you got these elaborate landscapes. It's really something to look at.
2: goes down very smooth. Like Avery said as well. And, uh, <laughs> I felt bad for the uh, the guy with the unibrow. I did feel bad for him a few times.
0: Which ones? It? Oh, the uh, yeah, the, the guy dressed yeah, the dumb brother. Yeah, He's I, the brother, right? He may have been, I don't know. No, he was the brother of the of the lead uh, mercenary or, or no, the lead uh, leader. The gang the gang, lead gangster, the gang you know.
2: leader, yeah. There were some times where and you know, go make your joke about uh, you know racism and whatnot. It it's black and white, it wasn't the greatest transfer, and some of the some of the stuff is kind of dark and it was and they're all wearing the same types of uniforms except for the one guy with the stripes, you know, but it was a couple of the warring uh, leaders, I was going, okay, whose side is he on? I can't remember which guy mm-hmm. is that because they did look fairly similar with the way they were dressed sure. and the black and white. Just like when you watch war films a lot of time, the first time you watch it, if they're all wearing the same fatigues, it's kind or of hard similar, to tell yeah, which so character yeah. is which. And I definitely, and definitely will admit that I had some issues with that with, with this one.
0: It's interesting. I thought the transfer was really good, but I watched it on the Criterion Channel. I don't know if that makes a difference.
2: Why don't you sniff at the end of that?
0: <laughs> the reason I watched it there actually is because excellent transfers, but also they have cool, um, uh, extra uh, content like that. Uh, and it's always random. Like with, um, with, uh, uh, the vanishing, they had Bill Hader of all people. just, describing Oh yeah. Why he liked it. And then, uh, with this one, loose. they had Brad, Brad bird, just like going on for three minutes. why hmm. so I felt this was a fantastic. I Good would one.
2: never think Brad bird when I think he was That's Jimbo. What I'm saying. Sure. He did. He parried it at mm-hmm. one time
0: or another. Uh, was he, no. was he the Humpty Dumpty set on the wall uh, director, Avery? Was who what? Brad Bird was he the director of the infamous Humpty Dumpty set on the wall? Uh, oh, I have no Is idea. I go. know, I know what he's Mission talking Mission about. Impossible, right?
2: Yeah, but I don't remember Humpty Dumpty. Oh the, oh, the Humpty. I thought you were talking about an actual movie. Now, oh, about the line, the cringy line from Mission yeah, Impossible. <laughs>
1: Humpty Dumpty set on the wall. Yeah, <laughs>
2: Jesus. <laughs> Uh, no, the transfer last how he was is fine. not. That was a uh, J.J. Abrams. I knew it. It was just—it was you know—it's black and white, and it's you know, it's 1961.
0: So it, as long as how much you can do,
2: it's not the cleanest. It's probably of,
0: a copy for copy. Yeah,
2: I don't know about that. All right, Yo Jimbo, highly recommend if you really want to see where a lot of these things, like Brian and I just suggested, started—the origin of these uh, a lot of them things that who we consider I, tropes, who, who tropes. Very yeah, enjoyable. That is Eric Very Robbins. Yeah.
0: What did Eric say about this when you talked to him?
2: He had nothing to say. Now uh, Eric and I talked for like 45 minutes this morning because he's one of my producers as well okay.
0: on uh so for Bear. Business.
2: So we talked about all sorts of stuff, but we talked about Yojimbo as well. And uh, I didn't write anything down that Eric said other than uh, we talked talking about a lot of the things that you and I just talked about and how many different things it, uh, has influenced. And Yeah. Eric's great. Eric always has something good to offer and bring to the program. All right. All right. So that's uh, that wraps her up.
0: Thanks, Eric Robbins, for assigning us Yo, Jimbo, and thank you, Alan, Hosari, Hors-
2: Hosari, Hosari,
0: Hosari. I'm trying to slip the extra R in there. For Dinner Rush, we appreciate you guys being uh, deciders, assigners.
2: All three of these movies, I completely stand behind and think they're all fantastic. And bottoms, Yo, Jimbo, and Dinner Rush—completely different movies. All I'm three of them. I'm intrigued by Bottoms, and they're all four-star-plus movies to me. Right, Yo Gemo of course obviously it's just a classic and you can't help but just but by see, see that but, but but see how why it lives in right. the world that it lives in it belongs there for yeah, sure Yeah there's a
0: lot of moments you'll see where it's like oh that's from that movie or not from that influenced that movie and that influenced that movie
2: It's really the the lead though how many I think he's been in 17 of Akira Oh really? Kur was great. Yeah. Toshiro Thanks. Mifun.
0: Thanks, nice guys, for assigning us f- those films. We appreciate you. If you want to assign us a film, join up on our Patreon. It's only uh, six months at a certain level, and you can assign us anything you want within reason. But we, have we ever said no? Uh,
2: Yeah, I think we said no to something. something you couldn't
0: find or wasn't streaming? You realize
2: that the samurai is the same guy that was in High and Low. He was the, yeah. the shoe guy. You realize that, right? Yeah. Okay.
0: No, he's in, yes, he's in many of uh, Kurzweil's films.
2: Yeah, not only, he's like the lead in many of them. He's, yeah. He great.
0: Uh, go to andersonbryan.com to see <laughs> right. more about Strange Times and Elephant Rifle. We got two feature artists this week. Yes, one of which is
1: uh, the first one, Strange Times. Mitch's cousin, hey. Mitch's cousin's band. So Mitch wanted a
0: little, little love. Nice. Check them out. Andersonbryan.com. What's her name? Strange Times. Mm-hmm. Strange times, and of course, our old favorite elephant rifle also uh, in there. Anderson and Brian is the TikTok, Anderson and Brian is the Instagram, the Film Vault on Twitter and Facebook, and of course, the Film Vault podcast on YouTube, where Eric Gath maintains our YouTube page does a fantastic job. Thank you very much, Eric. We appreciate you, Mike Cole. Thanks for uh tabulating our gambling, uh, much appreciated. Giovanni, has he sent you an emails lately? I've got an email. He's been sending me
2: texts. Very long texts.
0: Good. Keep it up. And of course, Mitch Burns for apparently providing us with future artists. Appreciate you. Uh, what else? Uh, loaded for Bear Doc?
2: Yes, Loaded for Bear Doc uh, dot com is where you can go to see these, this, this project that I really, really believe in and I feel like uh, I just, I feel like I'm in the right place every time I'm there, every time I'm working on it. It just feels absolutely right. Goes down smooth, all this, uh, everything that I'm doing with these guys. I love it, and uh, I can't wait to share it with you guys, but we need some help to get there, and I'd love you to be involved and be associated with it. So please check out loadedforbeardoc.com to become a part of it, and every little bit helps. Mike Carano and I are working on it just about every day, I work on it uh, for at least a few hours, which is, it's coming along. It's coming along. All right. Uh, And,. Yeah. That's uh, that's about, that was
0: about it. it. All right guys, appreciate you downloading, appreciate you listening to summer recap coming up next. Be on the lookout for that. Until then.
2: We do it for Van Gogh.